brand new um, set, brand new us. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who are just listening, we turned the set into essentially a s- cigar yep. club. Behind the cameras are just strippers and steak buffets yeah. and uh, champagne rooms over there. Yep. Cigar booth to the left over yeah. by Sam. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's great. I'm moving in. I'm selling my house. We're just going to live here now. It does have maybe more character than, um, and not there's not anything wrong with your house, but like no, my house is very empty. It's 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 kind of plain. It is. I'll get there one day. We decorated this thing, you know. I know. Yeah, this I, is true. I worked on the floor here rather yeah. than working on the floor in my house. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my car needs work. We'll get there. Gym yeah. first. Gym first. So cigar room first. So this is the 200th episode of this show, and it's kind of wild. Yeah, and I realized that this is actually the first time you and I have crossed the 200 together. I didn't do it with the other one. No. That's crazy. Yeah. I think you went That's out weird. I think you went out at 192. I didn't realize that either. Yeah. We also didn't mark 200 on that show at all. We didn't uh, we might have just yeah, said it in passing. That's kind of crazy, right? I guess the other one we only did one a week. Did you count the episodes cuz I know the other show sometimes even this one we would do like a recap during the holidays and didn't record live do those count or those don't count I counted them because I don't remember how many there are I think there are four but I'm not really sure okay so those count and then how about on this show do Fridays count uh Fridays I counted absolutely okay so we just started that though three months ago four months ago yeah All right, that's kind of crazy yeah so I wonder what I did with Mama's Boys I don't know but I know 100 whatever we've done here which is actually approaching 400 together there's total a, total yeah total yeah. there's a mama's boys of that you. i'm on and then yeah. you and omar are on um less than obvious mama's boys we had 71 oh wow i didn't realize it was that many we just went ham for a year yeah just no wonder it was so expensive yeah whipping them out yeah all live only yeah on demand only that's crazy it's cool it's still up i wonder if people listen to it somebody's still paying the bill true don't know who that is either <laughs> <laughs> it's probably you. It's probably on your credit card stuff. Yeah, or poor Omar. Or yeah, Omar. I don't know. I'm so dumb. I done what? So I guess 71, 400. Let's round up 500 yeah. podcasts, let alone other random guests yeah, I, I've yeah. been on or you've been on. Yeah, plus the, And I still uh, don't know how it works. <laughs> plus, uh, um, you know, there's 100, 200 and something video episodes of the old show and yeah. probably at least... 120 or so of this show. I'm not really sure. Yeah. They, I mean, they, I've been on Barbell Shrugged. And and then if you want to call the Barber Brigade talk show, we call it the talk show. Yeah. 10-minute hitters. Is uh, it, it? Yeah. It's basically we were kind of, that was kind of the thought behind uh, Topic Thunder for Yeah, it's more morsel-sized. Yeah, which will come back. We'll, we will be yeah. back with that. Yeah, especially that now show. that we got these. Yeah. Yeah, we'll eat, eat Kyle and them in here. Um, I don't know. That that is a lot of recording. And each one, especially the old shows, but even ours early days here, uh over an hour. Yeah. I mean that's why if if you guys have been around if, shout out to everybody who's new, but um fifty percent facts started as as a title that I guess I fake made up in an old episode. But then Jim came up with a dope concept that just took a lot more production. Yeah. If if podcasting was our full time gig, it would be perfect. perfect. Um, but arranging a guest plus pre-recording, because basically what we do is we pre-record a question or pre-record us rambling about a topic and then bring an expert to give you an answer. Um, and we'd record those totally separate, sometimes separate weeks, let alone right. separate days or separate right. sessions. So it's basically like double the work 
recording and then probably double or triple the work for Jim producing um, and double or triple the pre uh, work. You know, the, 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 the preparation for it was probably double or triple. Mm-hmm. Um, and then slowly got into, and it was just fitnessy and we love fitness. We live fitness. Um, but I do think it is more and kind of maybe even always has been, even though both of us competed, I don't want to speak for you by any means, but it's always just been a part of our life. Right. Yeah. I've never identified as as like the powerlifting guy like the internet does because yeah. that's the most content we put out but like and i love fitness um and i love lifting weights and i love coaching people but like that's not it's not it so to be able to come here and talk about movies or talk about still yeah. talk about strongman like I, I still follow it yeah but like that's like saying like someone who's really in the nba or plays fantasy football is the nfl guy Right. Like, no, every fucking Tom and Jerry in America plays fantasy football yeah. and keeps up with Tom Brady's stats, but he's not the football guy. You know, he's probably a broker or something. <laughs> and I think it proved, the the early, you know, episodes of this show proved that there is only so much. Yeah. Because we never wanted to dabble in the um, the speculative bullshit, alternative, whatever universe. Yeah, or, the, so- or the origin story. You know, the lifter origin story. Oh, right, yeah. We also didn't want to do that. No way. You also played high school football and learned how to squat? That's crazy. That's crazy. (laughs) Because nobody else played high high school football and and squatted. That's crazy. You had a strength coach in high school and you fell in love with the weights. That's wild, bro. Yeah, your only squatting was on a toilet. And so, like, you're right. I think podcasting in particular, probably even more so, even though there's tons of bullshit on YouTube and and, and TikTok. And I'm going to let my hate hate breathe right now. Um, Podcast in particular does very good for the gurus oh yeah for sure right like youtube does okay yeah there's definitely gurus and hopefully you guys are you guys know us like the guru i speak about is the whether it be bro science or bro science we need a new term and guru is probably as close as we get because the bro science is the old school guy that won't catch up to evidence Mm -hmm. but there's a there's a new school guy that thinks they're so beyond evidence you know what i mean that their own expertise is more important than anything else. That it can just totally ignore science. Yeah, like, you know, the the carnivore gut health microbiome mushroom guy. Yeah. That just wants to ignore science. Yeah. The 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 fake sugar is gonna kill you guy. Yeah. The the, the, the only eat broccoli guy. <clears throat> There's a million of them. So all of Rogan's guests is what you're saying. A lot of them. <laughs> Yeah, anti anti. I mean, but our boys have been, you know, like anti science. Galpin's been on there lately. Like he's yeah. had really good guests too. Gal- Galpin was just on Ho- Ho- Herberman's yeah. podcast, and everybody in the evidence based community hates that guy. Yeah, and I mean, and and, and he, but he, he did has, it anyway. But he's at Stanford. Yeah, it's just so hard because I think he says some good stuff too. Um, and you can say really good things and bring up really good questions. The issue I have is when you make definitive recommendations. Right. Without the definitive science. And obviously, yeah. science isn't ever definitive. Right. It recommends, and science leans one way or the other, right? It's never yes or no. It evolves. But, you know, that's why, like, currently we believe blah, 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 based on blah, blah, blah study, rather than this study says this is fact. Yeah. And we get really close. We're going to lock in on that, and right. we're never going to deviate right. from that ever, ever yeah. again. It's, it's the fore, not even foreshadowing, it's the future telling yeah. of, of, bullshit maybe you guys can join us on discord 50percentfacts.com join us on discord and, and we all need to community wise come up with a name for like the future bo- the future bro science guy yeah 
Because the old bro stance guy is telling you to do 21s and you don't need to touch your chest when you bench. That's all old shit. Even though there are some new guys that say stuff like that too. But I need the future guy that's telling me broccoli is bad for me. What's his name? Guru is kind of what they go by. That's what Lane calls him. Yeah, all all the guys that are against seed oils right now. Yeah, and obviously some are probably not awesome, right? Like yeah. hella processed canola or whatever is probably not the greatest thing yeah. going on. But again, like a canola fucking here and there, you're going to give you cancer. Like everything's going to give you cancer. Yeah. That cancer's well, part if of If you live death. long enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like 85% of everybody yeah, gets we're gonna cancer die. if they live long yeah, enough. Yeah, we're going to so die. Like, I don't know what started this hate of mine. Oh, podcast. Yes. And 50% facts. Yes. Because we didn't want to interview those guys. Right. Like what's the best mixture of grass and wheat I need to shoot, take a shot of in the morning to help my gut health right, right. and get some random opinion. If if you guys knew the kind of guests that we get offered by publicists like all of the time. Well, it's guys like that get books and shit. We, yeah, I know. We could, we could make an entirely different, very shallow, probably more successful podcast based off people that I've never heard of but, are, but espouse all sorts of- Yeah. They're on New York bestseller somewhere. Yeah. Or- Brooklyn's bestseller, maybe. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't <laughs> the know. The B-list. Yeah, I don't know. But, but yeah, that's where it started. And then we evolved. And then now we're in a new spot, too, I feel like, because we were doing a bunch of movie reviews. Yeah. Because not a lot was happening in the strength world. Right. And Dur- then we joked. During joke, the pandemic. Yeah, during the pandemic, there's no you know sh- sh- shit to talk about drama or otherwise. And then now we talked about what, you know, I think last episode even, like being like the the non, the non hurtful. Mm-hmm fitness tmz okay because there's a lot of the ones out there just looking for drama so they can clickbait it i don't want to cause any pain mm-hmm. but i like a little drama you know i i don't hate drama that's what like sports does well right lebron james versus kobe they're buddies yeah but it's drama right oh he beat him last time he's gonna beat him this time celtics lakers mm-hmm. now there might be some fans that absolutely hate each other yeah but that you know it's not war it's right. not it's not fucking each other's wives I mean, I, maybe that goes on, but that's not the drama the NBA builds. That's not the drama the NFL builds. Tom Brady's coming back. Is he going to, you know, like good drama. Is we that have, a term? Yeah, I, I think so. I, we're going to have to, because uh, uh, we talked about winning time. We'll we'll do the winning time yeah, conclusion at the, at the end of winning time. But the most recent episode was about Kareem. Yeah. And... Um, and there's basically there's a fight that they have in the in the locker room, Kareem and and Magic, because yeah. Magic's like everybody everybody is kind of agging him on to take on Kareem, you know, to like yeah, challenge new, him because yeah, be he's a new guy. Yeah, because Kareem's supposed to be like the the captain, right? right. And uh, he he actually is looking at retiring. He wants to be done. And, he had a very long career. Yeah, and he wants he wants to be done, and he gets he's at the point of like his financial adv- advisor saying you need to play a couple more years and not just one. How he's wild like, is that? Fuck. And he'd already probably been there fifteen years. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. And and so there's a lot of yeah. you know, um, but yeah, absolutely. There was drama. I don't know who knew about it at the time, but we certainly know about it now. Probably less because, like, the NBA wasn't where it's at right now. And yeah. that's what, like, helped build all sports is the minor drama and the, the building of celebrities within sport. Yeah. That's what that's what CrossFit did 
mm. very well in its early days. And even now they do pretty decent, right? Like all these celebrities have huge, or all these athletes have huge Instagrams. And partially it's because they're strong and they look good. But part of it is is CrossFit as a company had built them up. Yeah. They threw them on YouTube videos that popped off. They featured them in Instagrams that popped off. Um, I like to think that we played a small role of that in the past. And so did Omar and powerlifting. Yeah. Like you'd feature big lifters like... Omar kind of fits in our category. So does Bart and so does Alan really well because, like, we love the sport. We know a lot about it. We went all in on it, but we're not the top guys. But we never claimed to be is the difference. Right. And so we would have whoever on hang out with them, be friends with them. Oh, this so-and-so is super strong. You should check out blah, blah, blah. They're top five in the world. Mm -hmm. They're really good at deadlifting or um, whatever. And that that, even that now plays a huge role in, in, in powerlifting. Uh, right, because that's why, like, uh, we're talking about going to USAPL Nationals. If anyone's going to head out to Vegas, um, there's two big meets in Vegas. I think USPA non-tested is in July, and USAPL is mid-June, both in Vegas, um, which is easy for us to get to, which is cool. Plus Bart and some of the families out there. But um, to go to a Nationals, you know, post-pandemic, I think you can say that now. We're, yeah. We're past whatever the hell's going on. Um, so we're as post as we're going to get for a while. Yeah, so. So, so that'll be fun and see some people. And if you're all out there, you know, I, I suggest going to these meets, whether you're really into powerlifting, semi-into powerlifting, or want to get into powerlifting. Because um, big meets like that do kind of show you what the community's about. And it's really cool. Um, but yeah, there's the Russ versus Sean Noriega, you know, big throwdown. Both very, very talented lifters um, going head-to-head. And there's other lifters as well, but those are just the first that come to mind. Um so maybe we cover some of that on this podcast. I don't mm-hmm. know what the hell where I was going or what's to come, but I was just talking about the transfer of where the content has been. Has yeah, that's where it's been. Yeah, like when the when the pandemic hit and we we that's sort of when we walked away from from our previous format. Number one, feeling like we had kind of covered everything. It's like the, if you go through the first, you know, I'm, I was going to look up exactly where yeah. the, when it when it started, but fifty, probably fifty. Yeah, yeah, because we yeah from from November 18 to probably February or March of 20. Yeah. We're, yeah. Yeah. We covered like a, a, a real basic stuff, right? Like what is a protein? How blah, yeah. blah, blah. But then we covered some more advanced stuff. It is like a little bit of a, a real education and you can always, obviously a lot of them are still sitting on the feed or on the YouTube and you guys yeah. can go back and like, if you want to learn, learn, but there's just so many people that are so dialed in on straight educating. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have been too, but I think it's always been a goal to like entertain and educate. Yeah, for sure. Rather than like feel like we're lecturing or have to like super prepare for it. Yeah. It's just not who this is. You know, and, and, and when we, we started working on the gym, it just made it that much harder for us to do. Yeah. You don't got the time for it. No, no. It, it just, yeah. Like you said, if, if, if podcasting was our full-time job and we had a yeah. little bit of a staff for it for you know sure. people doing post-production instead of me doing post-production well you know it, and we may still go there right yeah if, it's not if, impossible. If, when eric helms comes back in town yeah maybe we'll dig into some shit but yeah we'll see yeah but we also like to have fun with with those folks when they're in town too and there's so, a reason we choose certain experts even yeah absolutely. right like the ishri tells the, the helms those guys like to have a good time too yeah they're smart as shit and literally the best at what they do and they like to have a good time. Yeah. We uh, just got an impromptu visit from a couple of uh, folks from Kabuki Strength. Yeah. The van rolled up like an ice cream truck. Passing through. It's like, wait, wait, what, wait, what? Yeah. I, I half expected Chris to be in there, honestly. Yeah, who knows, right? It, you never know. Yeah, because I remember in, I don't know, it was probably 2010-ish, 2011-whatever, he rolled up in front of this very building with a 
fucking monolith yeah. in the back that, that he had funny. built. That was crazy. Yeah, Chris Duff and Kabuki Strength. Shout out to them. We have a bunch of their, their bars. I think they were just on a little mini tour of, of the West Coast. Maybe they had a convention or something. They, had that they said they were going to. Um, yeah, we have like three or four of their bars. Great shit. Good people. Yeah, Make a lot of shit. Seem like they're they're pushing forward. Insack to meet with the Kings. They're going to go down yeah. meet with the Warriors. Yeah. Yeah, some deliveries. Um, quick announcement, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to stay geared up, um, we still don't have a fucking slogan. One day I'll come up with something, you know. But uh, basically, good company, our company, our apparel brand, underneath Third Street Barbell. Uh, as always, 3sb.co. Check it out if you guys want to stay geared up. We're just really, really excited Um and the feedback's been insane lately. I think it's been a while, right? Like we had supply chain issues, COVID issues, shipping issues. Again, this is kind of like a, a three and a half man show that we run here. So there's a lot of things we're juggling. Um, but each launch we do is small batch of clothing. So through sb.co if you want to check it out. And we're really trying to just elevate what your gym gear feels like, functions like. Uh, the quality and durability of it. And some of the feedback from some of you guys and some of our peers that we've sent products to, that they can literally feel a difference in our clothes compared to any other gym brand. And uh, I'm not one to like stop and smell the roses or like pat myself on the back or like feel good about that, but that fucking feels good because that was the original goal. Um, I think Lululemon was maybe the first company to really do that. Like, hey, that's cool. You can do yoga in the same t-shirt that you mow your lawn in, or we can make like straight yoga clothes that, yeah, the price point's a little bit higher, but the quality you're getting from them, the fit, the function is next level. Um, and I'm not a guy to wear Lululemon. <laughs> so I needed <laughs> clothes that fit my style, the function of, of lifting weights and doing cardio. I still do cardio the, 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 and something you can still wear out, um, that looks good, feels good, quality's high. Uh, and I think you guys should give it a chance, honestly. Uh, you do yourself a favor. You could do us a favor. We haven't asked for a lot. But if you try our clothes, I do think you'll feel the difference um, and be hooked from then on. So 3sb.co, uh, check it out. New shit always in the works, on the way. Some fun stuff, some accessories, et cetera, et cetera, coming soon. Uh, but right now we got the Americana launch, a take on American traditional clothing. So check that out. 50percentfacts.com if you want to get more tapped into the community. Uh, we have our Discord link up there, and that's probably the easiest place to get it. Discord's our, our, our private community. Just Third Street, 3SB fam in there, 50% Facts fam in there. Uh, exclusive on clothes, deals, sneak peeks, early access, uh, and mostly we just talk a lot of shit. Lifting, um, clothes, life, sports movies whatever so head over there check it out uh and thanks for rolling with us for 200 episodes absolutely there's a um for for those of you who who reach out to me and tell me that that you're looking to be a little bit more form-fitting we got some of that coming up yeah soon yeah yeah or just size down size, or, or yeah. size up i mean honestly the even though we say oversized tees it's more the cut of the tee because it's a little longer if you go true to size on even our oversized stuff it'll I mean, it's not a fucking Under Armour tee, but you could wear it. Yeah, that it's, way. It, yeah. it's not so much that the sh- that that it's bigger in the shoulders. It's it's just yeah. it's longer. Sleeves are a hair longer, blockier. Yeah, a little longer. You know, and everyone has their personal preference. And if you have your favorite fucking Nordstrom's T-shirt, go buy that. That's fine. I won't be insulted. Um, I'm just looking at the comments in the uh, in the YouTube here. Uh, Jacob Wallace says, "Honestly, I'm sick of all the strict focus on good podcasts." <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'm going to take that in the spirits intended. I don't know what that means. I liked uh, good podcasts. I like Stronger by Science, Iron Culture, yeah. Beauty and the Geek, etc. Um, 
but there's only so much science I can take. Oh, oh so like educational stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I'm the same way, and I've been in the industry so long. Like a lot of stuff I do listen to to get better and learn. Yeah. But like, fuck, man. Sometimes you just want to hear some people bullshit, too. Well, well since I did post-production on beauty and the geek i know that uh there was a lot of bullshit too but they did yeah, yeah. they but and and there's some science that i didn't know because they're the people who are actually yeah often yeah. dealing with it he's in a goddamn lab yeah my lab is our four walls here yeah, our, yeah. which is also a lab yeah of nature's uh and uh yes uh Jacob Walls also says uh, Yell's podcast is awesome. Appreciate I you. Think that uh, this is Donald J. Pump. I'm not sure exactly who he is. Donald J. Pump. Yes. That's amazing. Yes. Nancy um, Pelosi comments on all my YouTube videos. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah. I noticed that too. Big Pelosi fan. Yeah. Which is weird because we know people who I know. Well, you too. Uh, people who know. Yes, the Pelosi family. Uh, That's great. Uh, love you, Jim and Mike. Jim and following you since the early ST days, and Mike. You're a huge inspiration. You both are. Keep it up. Thank you very much, Mr. Pump. Donald, dude. Donnie's a fan, huh? Yeah, apparently. Fuck, I think we made it. I don't know. Welcome, Donnie. But uh, anyway, we actually have some guests coming up in the next couple weeks here. Um, you know, it, it it's always hard to do remote guests and do them well, but I don't think we suck at it. So No, I think we're good at it. I just don't think it's always as awesome for the guest. Yeah. You know, because, like, some people are, like, good at talking or whatever, but maybe they're not podcasters, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, like, a lot of Zoom meetings you go to and work, and maybe not in our crowd, but, like, uh, any other job, like, a lot of times you're just sitting there listening. Yeah, for sure. Like, to have an interactive conversation on Zoom still isn't, like, perfect. No, it's not the lag is an issue, even though we have, like, a super fast internet connection when it works. Yeah. So we just had it go down. I was actually thinking about that, too, not to (laughs) sidetrack, because our internet went down for a a day, and both times they said, like, cables are, like, just missing in the fucking city. I'm like, I I don't know if that's true. You know, like... One time it was squirrels. That's Yeah, and I'm like, that that's the one I'm like, eh, I don't don't know know if that was squirrels or not. Yeah, and this time they're just, like, a bunch of cables were cut. I was like, what does that mean either? Um, But in the scheme of things, I think we're pretty good. Like we we've been almost around two years internet yeah. for a year and a half yeah and it's only really gone down gone down like three times yeah you know what I mean yeah. considering like like my mom she she did like she can't get internet every day really every fucking day that sucks yeah it sucks and in my house it's only gone down once in three and a half years four years oh really yeah, yeah I ours goes down at home relatively frequently oh, that pisses me off it just, it does like a new modern day like it just shuts your world down yeah. Yeah, it's and trash. You end up working on your phone. I'm like, dude, this sucks. I got so many of the things here set up so that they, that they interact with the internet and they come on automatically and go off automatically yeah. and all that kind of crap. And, and well, like, any any real business nowadays, right? Yeah, yeah. There's just for sure. your coffee shops run on the internet. Yeah, yeah, like he can make the espresso, but he can't charge you for it. <laughs> yeah, and we we couldn't. We had somebody trying to sign up yesterday. Couldn't sign up because the internet wasn't working. Yeah, like, and we and if we could have signed them up, we wouldn't have been able to get them into the. The uh, um, the access system, right. the door access. Yeah, they could have like pseudo signed up online, but not activated. Kind yeah, of. exactly. It is what it is. I mean, imagine though when it was like iRobot shit. You know, the whole world's fucking mechs and robots, and and then the internet shuts down. Yeah, then it or like, auto cars. Like, what if our cars are tied into GPS, which is tied into some global internet, and then that shit shuts down? We just die. You just, uh, get, just probably assume, yeah yeah like just, it, shit just drives me off a cliff yeah like a, a massive uh, electromagnetic yeah. pulse just takes everything out yeah yeah that's scary yeah it's scary I'm moving on a farm 
Um, so yeah, we're talking about um, going to Vegas. Yeah, it, it's not impossible that we could have a little bit of a hangout there at some point. Have yeah. a little little gathering, maybe. Yeah, I would imagine at Nationals, maybe it was the first easiest spot. I mean, we could choose somewhere else too, but because there's a lot of gyms there. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see as things roll. We got we, our we got a couple emails too, and it's. Uh, something I wish I watched the video. Shout out to Alan, Untamed Strength. He did a poll on his Instagram about um, uh, if, when, and why you were first intimidated by gyms like this. Mm. And I didn't watch the video, but he basically gathered his questions and I think made a YouTube video out of it and uh. then like responded on his advice on it, which is a great idea. Alan's a genius content creator and very, very smart. And I should have watched that video, but I didn't. Um, but we get a couple emails, inquiries. Hey, your gym looks really cool and I like this style of lifting, but... Seems intimidating, or I don't know how to deadlift. Can I still come? Or I don't power lift, but I will like this style of gym. Could I come? Uh, especially even within this last week, I've probably answered like five different messages along those lines uh, locally. And then I'm talking to our, our homegirl, Avelia, one of our lifters here in the morning, and uh, she's like talking about her total. She's competing at nationals. I was like, yeah, you know, I think Amanda, another one of our lifters, is going to nationals, and she's like top five, top ten. I was like, yeah, that's weird. We ain't got a lot of strong dudes here, but. Damn, do we got some strong women in yeah. our gym? Yeah, and I joke, uh, our dudes are strong too, and, and working really hard. But we do; we have a lot of ladies here, which is really, really cool. Um, because ten years ago, that wasn't a thing. Yeah, you know, CrossFit probably helped. Powerlifting's cool and helped. Weightlifting, even weightlifting, for some reason, right? It like seems much more um, known historically for having ladies compete in it. Oh yeah, powerlifting, sure, right? Sure. Like it's just so weird. I, I don't know why that's the case, but I think it's probably yeah. Like how is weightlifting like? I don't know the term other than masculine. Like why is it less masculine or whatever intimidating I, than powerlifting? I don't know. And the 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 coefficient advantage for a small woman is considerable. Yeah, I don't know the new shicks now they're on dots two yeah, or know. something. Um, but yeah, historically Wilkes helps ladies and and. Small people, small yeah. weight classes. Yeah, I don't know, but our gym um, and powerlifting in general. I think if you're if you're even semi interested, you should go to a nationals or a local meet or something because you'll see how many ladies, how many uh, elderly, how many teenagers, how many. There's literally everybody under the sun competing, um, and the only way to feel that community, we do our best in Discord and we do our best in this podcast and YouTube videos to build an online community. The only way to tangibly feel it and see it is is go in person. So. Vegas is an easy spot to fucking convention and 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 go. So if you yeah. wanna, if you guys want to take trips, World Strongest Man's another option. I mean, we've got a bunch of things rolling now, which is fun. World Strongest Man's in maybe six weeks, ish. Yeah, it's twenty fourth May, two twenty sixth of May. Yeah, yeah May twenties here in Sac. We got hotels and stuff, and so Sac's trying to rev up for that. Who knows how big of a deal it'll be for the city? Hopefully, the city gets involved a little bit. Last year, they like kind of announced it, but didn't do anything around it. Um, it seems like this year it's a little bit more towards our basketball arena where it's being held. Um, yeah, and the Capitol. Yeah, the Capitol and like our, our it's, we call it Capitol Mall, which are all, I mean, downtown Sacramento is very, very small. It's like two square miles. So, and we're right next to both of those. So, if you want to check out the gym, if you want to go to World's Strongest Man, well, I haven't looked at ticket prices, but. Um, I, I think we talked about this, that general admission is still free. Oh, it's just VIP. It's VIP. It's ex- really expensive. Maybe I'm going to try this. 
finagle some VIPs. Yeah, we, we've we've had a little contact with World's Strongest Man. We won't actually like get into what that story is at this point, but uh, yeah, maybe I'll get a VIP. But either way, if it's free, yeah, you know, you guys need a little vacay mid-May, um, Sacramento, just spewing out our schedule. Like that's basically is what we're talking about now. That looks like it's popping. Should be something fun to do. Um, and again, yeah, I think we talked about it last time. Who knows what the heck who is on the roster? But I heard people are stoked on the roster, even though. I, I'm out of the loop. No loop for me. Uh, we have someone who wants to live uh, in a van in the parking lot. That's, Ian Driscoll would like to live in a van in our parking lot. All right, man. It'll be free security. We actually if have you, security cars that are out there all the time. Yeah, and if you email us, you know, maybe we could get a little private spot for you for a couple hundred. Yeah, may, maybe something like that could happen. Yeah, uh, whatever. What do I give a shit? <laughs> You'll yeah. You're the one in the van. Yeah, <laughs> not me. In a van down by the yeah. What what was the guy's name in Bigger Stronger Faster? Paul, Sunny. I don't know why that's in my brain. I don't think it's. I think it's Paul. Yeah, I don't know. I, I have know. no clue. Okay. I've seen him in person. Though. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. Same kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. If it's that, yeah. But if you keep yourself a little bit, you know, more kept, it, it, yeah, if, it depends how you approach this, buddy. If you don't have like a formal do rag versus the the workout do rag, because I we, I did see that in person. That was the yeah. I don't know, man, but there's options. Yeah, our parking lot. There's options. We're we're open minded folk. You want to pump a little bit and live in a van? Sure. Yeah. I want to live in a fucking van. I want one of those Mercedes Benz Winnebagos. You know what I heard? That if it's a van life like that. You can take a mortgage out on it, not a car loan. Oh, really? Lay it. So you pay like you like a hundred fifty thousand dollar Benz Winnebago, uh huh, and you're probably paying four hundred bucks a month. I don't want to drive one of those things. That's my problem. Well, like, I think on the freeway, parking and like city shit. But once you're on the freeway, you just fuck. Yeah, my, my wife's about to retire, and and she's like an outdoorsy person, a camping person. I'm like, fuck no, yeah, that's RV, not. That's RVs not are me. Fun. I'm yeah. not a camping guy either. Yeah, I, I'll glamp, but I won't camp. And I she's like, oh, you're open to glamping? I said, yeah, <laughs> I, I could, I could, I could do that. Like, I've, give me electricity, yeah, and a and TV? some kind of yeah, and a fleshy toilet, and yeah. then I'm AC, AC. I'm happy then. Some of them are really nice, but if I got to be dirty the whole fucking time, yeah. it I'm, is not me. I I've, just, I, I can't be any different than I am. This may sound. Um, pretentious but we're digging in team uh so you think of like camp camp sites or like rv grounds and i just think like you know like hick shit and like trashy but when you're traveling rv parks that are for rvs like rvs cost 100 grand yeah they're nice as fuck so we just rented one and did like a whole trip me bart and geo and then a bunch of the homies went and I was kind of had that in my head. I'm like, I'm with the crew. I don't care if we end up in Trashville. Mm-hmm. But you go in, yeah, everyone's rich and retired. Mm-hmm. That's all that's there. It's I was like, like, it's like, and the, even the showers, I hate that deal. The coin showers, but the showers are fucking nice. Yeah, <laughs> like they're really nice. Yeah, it's like you, somebody says motorcycle club, and you kind of have to ask if it's like yeah. Har- Harley touring bikes, right? Yeah, because everybody is you know fifty to sixty five, and they're yeah. they're. They spend a fortune on their bike. One hundred percent, because they want to ride that bitch for hundred miles a day. Yeah, plus. yeah, super comfortable. Yeah. you know, as you as comfortable as you can get on a motorcycle. Yeah, and that's kind of what the RV is. It was not, it was fun though. I did like it. I don't know if I'd live live in it. Like I'm yeah. semi joking, but I definitely would get one and do like a little five day or maybe a little five day. Where could you get in five days? Probably Kentucky, right? Probably anywhere. Are you talking about one way? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. 
Probably you, anywhere. You can get across the country pretty easily in five minutes. I think my dad's done it like two. My dad was a psycho. I don't know what if I have this gene in me. So my grandpa had like a 1976 like Dodge. Uh-huh. Like I don't even know if the car has a name, you know, because it was just like the Dodge at the time. Like it was just a fucking car. It looked like, kind of like a like the 70s cop car, whatever they drove. Uh-huh. Not a Crown Vic, like whatever was before that. And for some fucking weird reason, my dad really wanted it. Uh-huh. And we like we weren't. We weren't rich, but we weren't scrapping, you know? But yeah. So my dad flies to Cleveland and drives this 1976 piece of shit, bright green Dodge Jeez. across country, and we just had it, like my whole childhood, for whatever. Maybe that's, I do have some of that in me. I don't know what that gene is, or what even that need is. That's crazy. Sentimental, yeah. maybe? I don't even think it was sentimental. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know. And I, we're talking like the year 2000, so the car's like... You know, 35-year-old piece of shit. Literal piece of shit. If I could flash back and get the, uh, like, 1968 or 69 Chevy pickup, which was the first thing I drove, the thing I I learned to drive on. But that's fucking cool. Yeah, I know it was cool. No, this, I I will look it up. This is a piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) It was worth, like, $500. My dad just wanted it, so he went and grabbed it. You know, I I don't understand that. I do want to drive across country one day. Car or, or RV. I did that as a little kid, and I don't know if I if I need or want to do that again. I want to do the corny shit, like uh, what's the, the giant ball of yeah. twine? Yeah, I want all that. Yeah, the, we did that kind of with Barton Geo because we didn't have a schedule. Like Taika was like, I don't know, dude. I don't even think he was walking. Like he was like six months. So we're just taking turns holding him in the RV, he was chilling. Mm-hmm. Such a good baby, didn't cry, didn't do shit. And there was like some kind of like zoo or something, you know. And we're in the middle of nowhere, Arizona or something. <laughs> we're like. Went and got it. You pay ten bucks. You drive through the zoo, like in your car. It was sick. I love that shit. There's like a bear. It wasn't like it was like a zoo, but not a zoo. Uh-huh. It was like a bear, like a mountain lion. That was it. I remember trying to feed a bear when I was from the car when I was a little kid. Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, and it's like I ran out of marshmallows, or I thought maybe we given it too many marshmallows. I don't know what it was happened. Full. <laughs> yeah, it, it was like swiping at me. And oh. We were like pulled away. Yeah, yeah, trying to I'm, get in the car and take all my marshmallows. I want to do all that. I've never been to like uh, the north either, like uh, like a Montana, Wyoming Montana. deal. I've been through Wyoming, the south, but, north, east, left Dakota, wherever our friends are. <laughs> yeah, in Aberdeen, South Dakota. Aberdeen. What's yeah. Aberdeen? Or what am I thinking about that sounds like Aberdeen? I Hunger don't know. Games? What's her name? What Hunger Games? Oh, uh, Everdeen. That was close. Yeah, Katniss, Everdeen. Yeah, I uh, uh, when I was a kid, we we drove to Oklahoma, where a bunch of my family, my dad's family lived. Actually, my mom's too. What's uh, that? That's uh, east of Colorado. Calculating in my brain. Yeah, it's it's uh, southeast. It's also east of Texas, east of the Panhandle. Yeah, because I think you can get to Colorado like straight Denver in like eighteen hours if you book it. Yeah, probably it's so. It's not that too bad. That's no. middle-ish of the country. I have a friend in um, sort of the Fort Collins area of Colorado who's trying to sell a food truck. I'm on the verge of telling him, why don't you just come out here? Because I bet you could sell it in Sacramento easier than... food trucks suck so bad. Otherwise, I would love to get involved. Like the laws here. Oh. The law- oh yeah, they, they, I don't know if they've changed. They've gotten yeah. better. Yeah. They've gotten better. It's now possible to park like on the street or yeah. whatever. What a dumb law. Or, I mean, I get it because it probably does cause traffic and this and that, but like... That can build cities' culture so well. 
Yeah, there's a um, there's a food truck not very far from us here that I was at the other day, the Habibi's Grill at the yeah. seventy six there. Oh uh, yeah, so it's quite good. But I was standing there and I hear the tires squealing, and there's you know there's a freeway off ramp yeah. right there. Guy comes peeling off that off ramp, just about to lose it around the corner onto. Uh, uh, Fifteenth, yeah, fifteenth, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure, fifteenth, and then pulls into the Walgreens parking lot, and then two West Sac cops are like right oh, behind yikes. him. Troubles, yeah, yeah I've, I've never seen that in person before. Troubles, I don't know if I have. Speaking of trucks, so we're getting our first Argentine restaurant. Really? Maybe not our first, but the only one I've heard of. Che is the food truck. Okay. And there's like a big, and I heard it's okay. That's what my mom says. Sorry, Mister Che. You know, mom's a little picky. Yeah. And so uh, he won some kind of local grant. Oh, there's like oh a local yeah. Grant. There's, a, yeah, yeah. there's like a big old one for creative. And so I think he won it. And he's about to open like a little Argentine gig. Which I, I don't know why we don't have one. There's like four in LA and they're so good. The only issue, and this is my issue, not his issue. He's opening like, I think he's doing like empanadas and stuff like that, which is like fine. But like real, Argent, like if I'm opening an Argentinian place, like it's a steakhouse. Like in all the ones right. in LA are like steak and french fries. And it's just one, like pseudo healthy or yeah. you could do it healthy. And two, just good as fuck. We have no steakhouse here that like we could just go to after the show. Morton's not still there. You and I are going to an eighty dollars yeah, steak after the show. Gonna, no, no. And I mean, I would love to, but I mean, like, every, like the Argentinian one's like a twenty-five, thirty dollars steak. Right. I yes. could do that a couple times a week. Yeah. I'm I, not doing an eighty bucker. There used to be one like within a mile here. It was good. Uh, yeah, it was fine. Yeah, it was fine. Actually, famous in my mind for one of, for being one of the places that I had West Side versus the World conversations with uh, with Michael Fay when he like was when he's in town. He was in town shooting a. Uh, commercial or something memorable sit down yeah yeah speaking of that um i saw that they released louis excuse me louis plan for after future stuff yes yeah so yeah um keeping the gym open which i don't know like opinions vary probably but i don't know who's going to be there yeah like it's yeah maybe someone comes you know maybe an og guy comes back and kind of takes that i think that's what it would take yeah it would take like a tate or a you know? Yeah, I don't think he wants to deal with it. No, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, obviously he's quite busy with his own <laughs> shit, but it would take, I think, a name Yeah, to want to be like, all right, let's keep this rolling as a functioning team. Yeah, and it, it I don't I think I don't think it's been that for a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean... It, it, it really is. Like, geared lifting is just kind of... And I don't know if that's coming back. Yeah. Single ply might get a little boosty. Mm-hmm. You know, as everyone just advances or gets beat up or wants to train in a different way, but I don't know if multiply powerlifting is going to be it. No, and I'm not sure that that's really all of what they were doing. You know, when Louis was still involved, I, yeah. I think his involvement maybe fell off just because his his health deteriorated. Sure. But the this is a I think I may have said this on the show before, but I'm I'm going to hit it a little harder right now. I think that a the kind of gym that Westside was is impossible to duplicate not just for the training but for the fact that you're luring like top talent into it and you're not charging them or anybody else yeah and the not charging them is one thing because they are at a level they understand what they're getting out of it 
right i guess but at the lower levels where there is less um commitment yeah yeah a free gym um makes people even, flaky even the dilettante hi- even the highest level i think because of the internet because of how many gyms are around and the advancement of being able to buy monoliths mm-hmm. or any good gym equipment. Speaking of Kabuki visiting us, Sorenex, Rogue, there's there's accessibility to high-quality equipment. When I opened my first gym in 2010, 2009, it was really hard to find a squat rack to buy. Oh, I bet. You know what I mean? Like, just yeah. a, a good squat rack. Yeah. Like, just a good squat rack was impossible to find. Um, Rogue was a thing, but it wasn't a thing. Uh, like it was just so difficult where now you can find them anywhere. You go to Craigslist, you find them back in the day. You couldn't find them. Mm. Um, then because of the accessibility and the popularity of powerlifting, how many good coaches there are in the world. Right. And like 1998, you got to go to Louie or you're, you don't know how to powerlift mm-hmm. right now. You can, I can name six highly qualified coaches. You could pay a couple hundred bucks a month and they're going to Skype you weekly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So like, why are you going to move your entire life? Plus the price. For that company and the person, you're living in the middle of nowhere, Columbus, mm-hmm. and probably a shed, and then your gym's a shed, mm-hmm. right? Whereas, like, you could go to Barber Brigade in Los Angeles, right? A big right. city, you'd have a lot of job opportunities. Sacramento, California, you go to Third Street Barbell, play a couple hundred, but you, you like California's not cheap, but there's a lot of job opportunity. You can move a life here and have a life here. Columbus, Ohio, in the '90s, I'd imagine was a wreck. Potentially, yeah. I don't know. I really don't know what all of those um, guys' jobs were. But yeah. I know here in the in the 2000s, like we had kind of a broad spectrum of people. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and now the spectrum of real careers in powerlifting is vast. Russ Wool, world champion, uh, owns a gym, owns an apparel company, obviously does social media, similar to our jobs uh-huh. in, in a lot of senses. Um, Jessica Bittner, world champion, full time pharmacist. Yeah, like right. <laughs> so yeah, like, like yeah. we we have a lot of things going on. Croc also full time. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know the, what the current status is there, but yeah, has, it was was yeah yeah. yeah. Right, and and then there's everything in between there on the national stage. Right. Yeah. So I just I think that the the kind of commitment that you elicit from people by giving them something for free for is sure. an entirely different animal than the one you get when somebody's paying for it. Right. Yeah, 100%. And, and, I mean, that's the same idea, too, is like, yeah, charge a premium, get a premium. If you give a premium value in whatever you do, you yeah. sell T-shirts, you sell gym memberships, you sell cars, Yeah. and your product actually is value, then the person's likely more likely to take care of it and more likely to appreciate it and more likely to understand that value. Why are Rolexes still Rolexes? Like a $20,000 watch in concept is the most stupid human thing ever. Yeah, I can't even imagine it. And I love Rolex. It's I do the too, same but time. it's functional. It was yeah. one of the first ones to be highly functional, right? It was made for diving. Yeah. Um, now it appreciates in value, which is mm-hmm. insane. Um, and it's a style thing. It's a status thing. Obviously, there's a lot more involved. But like if you buy a $50 Timex, I bet you there's more scratched-faced Timexes on the planet than there are scratched-faced Rolexes. Why? Because... So. Because you're going to take care of it when you spend 20 grand on it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Sociology. And I didn't even go to goddamn college. <laughs> I bought a Nixon watch a few years ago, you know, a big chunky one, and I scratched the crystal on it, and I don't wear it anymore. Yeah. It's got a scratched crystal. Yeah, and like getting a crystal fix is difficult, and I spent, you know, hundreds of bucks on this damn thing. Did you see the new Rolex? 
I like what it looks. No, too. I haven't seen it. Uh, it's basically like the old school, like oyster, or whatever. But like what? the bottom of it's green. It's fucking the, like a forest like green. The like the bottom of the face. The face yeah. is green oh, instead okay. of like the red. Yeah, yeah. It's clean, real Jeez. clean. Maybe on our three hundredth episode, <laughs> buy ourselves some Rolexes. Go buy some shirts. Three SB co. Fund my Rolex. <laughs> Uh, the guy who wants to live in the van, yeah, the van man. Lot, he says, uh, I'm afraid Westside will suffer the same fate as Big Iron did, split into all kinds of uh, infighting and factions. I don't know about like the story of of the actual guys, um, you know, post Rick Hussey dying. The other big issue with Big Iron, other than I mean, I know that that there's more than one gym that carries the the big iron name, but they're not near each other, really. Another issue when you're so tight knit like that, or like a team based or like name single name based, is that like people grow up and change hobbies. Powerlifting oh, at yeah, the end absolutely. of the day is a hobby, yeah. right? That would be like that'd be like the Lakers wouldn't be able to survive without Kareem, or the Lakers wouldn't be able to survive uh, about Kobe or whatever, right? But like right. the Lakers have to stand first and foremost. I don't know if Westside made it there without Louie. No. Right? And then and then even I don't know if Louie made it there without all these lifters. And the lifters right, because, haven't really been a thing for a couple of years now. Because other than Dave Hoff, who hasn't been there for a couple of years as far as I know. Yeah, it's been a long time since they've had those guys. Um, the Tates and the and the and the Carols and the even the Brandon you know the Lilies like the, like yes they've had a lot of names go on and have success on their own which is fucking rad and I love that like Incubator for that was one of the best lines Kelly Strett uh, told me like he, one year I don't know if it was on air or off air but he said like dude I am so stoked that San Francisco CrossFit was an incubator for five companies this year. And no. it was like his coaches or his athletes or whatever made their own companies. Like, that's one of my greatest achievements. I was like, dude, that's fucking sick. Like, I love to hear that. And I would love that here. You know, like our our our, our trainee, Seabass, doing all my YouTube. And I found his TikTok. And he he caught me today. He's like, I see you found my TikTok. He's been vlogging on TikTok. Oh. And I think that's fucking sick. Yeah. Like, that's fucking great. get after it, dude. Like, I love that. Um, and so I don't know. Obviously, geared lifting. Yeah. Obviously, Louis passing. The lifters changing, the sport changing, mm-hmm. and that's why I've always said like, you and I obviously carry this company in a lot of senses, work wise and face wise. I would love to bow down, man. I'll, as soon as the gym's Instagram is bigger than my Instagram, I'll deactivate that thing. I have no ego in that game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let Third Street ring. Let it, let it bring the noise. Yeah, and I, I think that if there's a point at which that that you know not being involved in the day to day to the degree we are now is of course is uh attractive yeah and i don't know i don't know what it takes in this in this environment currently like Time. we just, yeah for sure i'm i'm uh i was telling you earlier i'm listening to this this book on uh audible right now called the messy middle that a couple, within the last couple of months eric cressy recommended it on on um social media uh, basically it's about what happens after the beginning of a of a startup and kind of in the zone that's sort of where we're in now like like the thing that's discouraging to hear is that it still takes a long time yeah like I wonder, it doesn't happen as fast as you want it to like we have a dream for this place and we're still moving toward that dream it's just not been quick yeah it's not a bullet train no i don't think it ever is but i wonder how uh tight tight that is uh tied to human relationships 
So people always talk about the honeymoon phase. Yeah, they, and, they and call the, that the honeymoon same phase. Same with like, work. Yeah, yeah. because cause then like um, after like a year or two years or whatever, being in a relationship with anything, business, yeah. friends, uh, lovers, whatever it might be, uh, eventually you got to dig in. Like, do I like this human? Does this human bring positive shit to my life? Yeah. The, do, uh, okay, now I see a lot of bad here. Do I still accept that? Do yeah. I still um, want to grow with that? Am I still interested yeah. in learning more or whatever? And I think works the same way. Yeah. And, and, and luckily for us, we knew, or at least I think we knew the work that it takes and that it's not going to be all fun. Yeah. I don't just take pictures of me in a shirt all day, although that's like probably what people think, you know, like, right. like there's billions of conversations to even get that stupid shirt made. Like, you know, like that stuff's not always fun, like yeah. repeating myself and, and, measuring t-shirts in my room on my stupid phone yeah. or whatever whatever cleaning bathrooms you et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. that stuff's not always fun but at least i think we were more prepared than many it wasn't as much of a shock to us uh-huh. the amount of but at the same time yeah. it's it's yeah, when it's you're going fun. through it it's not no, not as much fun as as the beginning part is no the beginning part some is of amazing. our first meetings having conversations about it yeah the world's your oyster. It's exciting. Yeah, I I came across our the, like the first draft of our branding thing yeah. the other day exciting. when I was cleaning up pa- pa- paperwork here, and it's like holy crap! This was like I remember how excited I was. Then. Yeah, seven so conversation with Seabass, our intern, the other day, yeah. and uh, he he thought that there was like actual friction between the two of us. I was like, no, no, no. This is, it's not like dad and dad are having a fight. With it's branding that, or just in general? Just in general. Oh, yeah, yeah, just that. No. I, I, I changed lanes there. But oh. yeah, no, we're not going to agree 100% on everything all the time. Yeah. And the the I part of what in, the, is in this book that I'm reading uh, or listening to, that it's that friction that gives you a better product in the end. Uh, for like sure. if we if, like, if I just bow down to everything, yeah, and it's actually healthy for us too. Right, because then it's like, oh, Mike, I have to look inside. Like maybe that wasn't a good idea. Like Jim didn't think that was cool. I'm like, all right, well then we're not going to do whatever. <laughs> right. right, like right. or or little things like, oh, hey, what should the hours be at the gym? If it, if I was alone, I would just fucking make it up because. I make it up. Right. But if I put it out there, hey, I think this, and then you get to analytically think mm-hmm. or opposite, because you can self-analyze all you want, but if you never have someone else's perspective ever. Right. That's the nature of this world we live in. Yeah. No, that's true. There has to be there has to be more than one point of view. I, I basically said, dude, we can't agree on everything. No. It's it, it, it's not possible. Yeah, yeah and luckily- it, And we would, would really go down the wrong road if we were doing that. Yeah, luckily we just have like, I think our, our foundation of morals and life are the same. Yeah. You know, so anything that we do r- rumble against is like always not that big of a deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we, we don't rumble on like, all right, yeah, let's find the shittiest shirt. And just print the sh- whatever logo right. and just whip it out to the world, like, you know, or whatever. Right. Like, hey, yeah, like our gym's cool, but it's not making enough money. Let's just do booty boot camps only. Like our our our, our, our foundation of what the brand is is agreed, and the foundation of what our morals is agreed, mm-hmm. and then it's just what sprouts from that. Right. Yeah. You kind of following your the inspiration from the base that you yeah. built. Yeah. 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 As opposed to making just a giant change. Although no. they do point out the fact that a bunch of things that that are very mainstream now started off as something else. Like Instagram started off as something else. Yeah. Even shout out my boy Anaka, uh, Shali, who started Anaka. It was a knee sleeve company. Oh, And now really? he's killing apparel. Yeah. That's interesting. And obviously that's not a full U-turn, but. But still. Uh, yeah, Amazon, right? 
Amazon was a book thing, yeah. right? Yeah, it was or, only books. Yeah, I think it was like Audible. Yeah. Um, it was library it, online. But, but, yeah. And it and, did okay. Yeah. I, I remember the name. YouTube started off as a dating app. Oh, I didn't know that. That's interesting. That's like, very interesting. What? Yeah. But, and who knows, because we don't know that world, but yeah, maybe the software was somewhere similar to holding data, and now they're holding videos instead of, yeah, yeah. profiles. So, so basically, if we open an Argentinian food yeah, truck yeah, or fucking here, nightclub. That's, or nightclub, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who knows? Cigar bar, an Argentinian cigar bar. That's interesting. Uh, uh, you'll know that it was just an iteration based on everything that we already set up. Yeah, that's, that's funny. I wonder uh, uh, other examples of that. I'm sure there's a billion. Yeah, I'm sure that there's a bunch. I wonder if it's the same person is the big thing. Like, did the same starter, obviously it probably was Bezos, but did he have, like, a new chair, someone new on the board, and they whipped this? He may never admit it. You know what I mean? Because you would think you and I, again, new perspective, we're going to try to evolve the cool shit we have. You and I aren't going to be like Steakhouse. (laughs) <laughs> but if we get like a third partner or something, maybe they do have this brand new perspective of like, actually, I can twist this. Yeah. And then we just trust them enough. Yeah. Because it's just hard to, we pivot, right? We had to pivot in COVID. We had to pivot for this. We had to pivot because of supply chain. Mm-hmm. We have to pivot on events and you pivot. But I don't think my perspective would ever change enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm locked in on how to improve the pieces that we have rather than how to change the pieces we have. Yeah. And it's something you talk like, what? Of all the things that we have in place, what else could we do instead of what we're doing? Yeah, I wouldn't think like that. I would think to add or manipulate yeah, rather than change. But maybe maybe I'm not as creative as Bezos. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I mean, I mean, what are the options? See, we could buy Dan's company and go all security. Yeah, no thanks. I don't want to do that. Yeah, not in 2022. No, no. Some of you probably saw in, in you know, national news yeah i didn't know how national it was yeah i think it's pretty national yeah, yeah kelly kelly was one of the first ones to text me and then my aunt uh but kelly's in texas oh, yeah. and my aunt's in cleveland yeah yeah they they heard real quick yeah big shooting downtown sacramento not very far from us here but not really this we're not we're not in that part of town but we're not far from that part of town i feel it's very in my part of town <laughs> it's very yeah yes yeah, i not, drive by it every day yeah yeah, yeah it's six people um killed 12 people wounded. Yeah, I think maybe even more now. Maybe 18 yeah. more. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's not good. Yeah, not a good situation. Um I think it's hard for security companies like like Dan's to to know how to protect their people and for their people to protect the the residents that they're, you know, I mean the the customers yeah, or whatever. They can't yeah. At some point. Yeah, At like they don't have It's hard to <laughs> It's hard to protect people against flying bullets Just, yeah well and even if you have a bullet right what do you do yeah because some security companies can do exposed carry or yeah. uh open carry yeah i don't know i don't know yeah and suppose it was a drive-by and downtown Sac's just small sacramento is small you know it's just sad to see like not that not that it's awesome to see in la but like la's got what fucking a billion people <laughs> and we have five hundred thousand people yeah i you know it's just it's just it's rough I haven't been to downtown L.A. since the beginning of the pandemic, but I hear that it is not as cool as it was. I don't know if it's ever been cool. I liked it. Yeah, I like it okay. I like Little Tokyo. Uh, Yeah. Little Tokyo I like. I'll take that. K-Town has some places. (laughs) I like it here, man. I really do. And even little things, like we're dirty compared to like, you know, if you're from fucking Denmark and you come to California in general, you're going to be like, wow, your parking lot or your, yeah, parking lot sidewalk's dirty. But like you go to 
LA just feels so dirty to me. Gum on the streets, graffiti everywhere, chain link fences on like a nice building as like a chain link fence doesn't feel good. You know, mm-hmm. we don't have that. And, and, and yeah, our sidewalks aren't perfect, but there's not like gum and shit everywhere. Yeah. And our graffiti's nice. Like we have art. Yeah. For yeah. sure there's some graffiti. Obviously, we'll sneak in, but they're pretty good at painting over it. And Yeah. Uh, San Francisco has gotten pretty bad. Haven't been. I've probably haven't been like five years. I, I, I've been more recently. It's there. Well, actually, these chairs that we're sitting in right now. From there? Uh, I bought, yes, I bought them in San Francisco. I bought them off of Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. These, we're, we're sitting in, uh, I've got a picture up. For yeah, the those Morpheus. Who, yeah, I've got a picture up from the uh, from the Matrix. These are similar to the the chairs from the Desert of the Real scene from the Matrix. Um, I want to get I want to get the those lions that are yeah. on the end. I want to get those like 3D printed and put them on here. Except we need bears. Oh, we could get bears. Those are sick. Yeah. That's just like the stereotypical, right? Like the fucking Roman or whatever. Have some fucking lions on there. Yeah. The the style of this chair is a a Chesterfield wingback. And I think that's because it's got the the buttons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or maybe it's because how high it is. I don't know. I just know that. Is that the wing? Yeah. These are the wing. Yeah. What is that? Yeah. What's the real function besides style? I guess knock your head on it I don't know nothing as yeah. far as I know it feels cool though I feel like Morpheus so speaking of of the future like what 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 do we want to do here going forward that I don't know because I do like like uh, trending topics I guess yeah I like to pay attention um, but yeah I don't want to do gossip I like drama I don't like gossip is that fair so you want to base gossip it on tends to be negative. Oh, almost always, yeah. But like, I feel like drama has a negative connotation, but doesn't have to be. Because like a fourth quarter buzzer beater, that's drama. That's drama, right? Sure. Yeah. But that's not negative. Not usually, yeah. It, well, it is for the losing team, but yeah, <laughs> but not not that <laughs> negative. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I do like. Um, but then even on that topic, you know, like from a business standpoint, you try to stick to what you know and who you are and also find your niche within a mm. platform, right? And like I've, I think community, both of us, but I've always led by just being me and luckily it's gotten me somewhere okay. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I've never had like, uh, I'm the, you know, my new term, <laughs> my, yep. I'm the uh, cakes over Achilles. Because <laughs> when you squat, you got to squat deep. <laughs> So I've never been the cakes over Achilles guy. Like I've never needed like a shtick. A shtick, yeah. Yeah, because I've just been me. And yeah. so then it's hard when you're like trying to – that's what some of the fun of building this company was. I was like, dude, we could build a story and a brand. Right. That's not me. Like it doesn't have to be Mike Farr's morals. Like yeah. it just is what it is. Uh, and we can make it up. We can write it. We can create it. Yeah. Where I've never created myself. I'm a guy that knows a little bit about lifting and nutrition. And so I've taught a little bit about lifting and nutrition, but otherwise it's just been who I am. And so when you think about like even even topics that are meets and, and records and stuff, there's people that like dig into data all day long about world records. Mm-hmm. That's not who I am. <laughs> That's going to be very difficult to do week to week. It's not going to be fun. It's not going to be authentic. Right. Right. And like the whole beauty, I think – that makes podcast podcast and not a radio show or a TV show and YouTube YouTube that's not you know Hulu is that you can actually be authentic and organic and see someone's 
true self. Mm-hmm. We don't have a PR team. I'm not filtering what I say. Um, you know, this is literally how we speak. Right. Um, and so how do you take that into a topic or, or, or a theme? That's where I have issues. Like I can theme and brand when it's external, but now we're theming and branding our vocals, mm-hmm. you know? And so like I, I, I have fun doing our movies. I have fun talking about um, mini dramas along the way, world records, things that pop up, um, pop culture references to fitness. I like that tie-in because I do enjoy pop culture. You know, some people think it's lame and whatever. And why are you talking about somebody that, you know, doesn't even know you live? I'm like, I don't know. It's interesting. (laughs) Yeah, I I think of us as sort of at the crossroads of, you know, kind of sport, fitness, health, nutrition, whatever, and popular culture. Yeah. And and I think we can tie into like real strength and conditioning and pop culture. Like that may be the niche, you know, because there's not a lot of that. Right. Yeah, for sure. Because like you go to you go to grab Men's Health, and although they've had a lot of our friends and uh, shit, I've even been in there. Like, there's some real education going on. Mm. There's a lot of three weeks to bigger arms, mm-hmm. right? But yet they have fucking Hugh Jackman on the front. But like Hugh Jackman deadlifting five forty five, right? Yeah. Whatever that story that is, I think that's us. Yeah. <laughs> Wherever that intersection is, Huge Jacked Man. You remember? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah, because he just worked out at a CrossFit gym or whatever. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. He just popped in my head. I was watching. Uh, sometimes I, I've probably told you personally. I, don't, I think I've talked about it here, but like I, I, I like to watch a movie, and I like to go in a theater because I'm not on my phone. I'm not distracted. Mm-hmm. I'm popcorn to take the ADHD out. <laughs> TV only or uh, screen only. But when I'm at home, it's really hard to just like watch shit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to watch without having your laptop open or yeah, your, I'm fucking on my phone. I'm, yeah. I'm, pseudo working or pseudo thinking or thinking mm-hmm. about tomorrow or whatever the fuck I'm doing the fold in laundry type shit and so when I go to bed I'll watch like an hour of some bullshit um, to just zone and the bullshit I've chosen lately I was watching Friday Night Lights did I uh-huh. tell you that yeah overrated yeah really I don't think it's good at all <laughs> like I'll definitely that's interesting because everyone loved it right I never watched it in I, the day but it was the shit in the day right like yeah uh, my memory is that everyone was fucking dude so good and it was like, shit. Michael B. Jordan's in it as a kid. Yeah. So I think that's maybe part of it. I was like, maybe a start. I don't know. And I like the main dad. I forgot his name. Uh, but the actor's pseudo-famous. Kyle, whatever his yeah. name is. Yeah, it's pretty good. Like, I'm not saying it's trash. But when people said it was like... Fantastic. It was yeah. When I think fantastic, I'm thinking fucking Game of Thrones. I'm thinking Ozark. I'm thinking Breaking Bad. You know, like these hitters. Like legendary hitters. Mm-hmm. And this is not even close. I, uh, I have the book... My my late best friend was a giant fan of the book, oh. and he was com- he was. It's not a true story. Oh yeah 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 no it's ba- it's based on yeah absolutely oh, I didn't know that absolutely yeah no it's about football in Texas I knew that and so I, I assumed they grabbed a shit ton of references but I didn't know it was like based on that guy yeah then well it's based on a guy movie uh, book movie TV series so I don't I haven't seen the movie I don't think yeah um, movie's supposed to be good what what's what was the hype though the show or the movie all of it um. Really, the lingering hype was the show because every, every a show people always more people see a show and there's than people a, see a movie and a billion seasons. Yeah, so so, so I've been letting that kind of rock in the background. Yeah, I can pay pretty good attention because it's not like fast moving. You know, yeah. it's like a high school drama, really. Um, but what I started going at was Ink Master. Oh, I, the, I don't know why I'm bringing that up, but uh, the, I do love tattoo, a tattoo culture, Americana yeah. traditional chapter one through USB dot co. Yeah, uh, did you see Seabass's work? You just got a piece. I saw it. I just saw so it just good. in passing. I love it. 
Yeah, I love it. He just got it this weekend. Um, we don't even pay him anything. <laughs> he just did it to himself. But uh, Ink Master uh-huh. is a show that you can just fucking zone the fuck out to. Really? Yeah, because it's like, you know, American Idol type shit, but with tattoos. And you just let it rock. I like that. Wow, what was the, the, the Jesse James tattoo show back in the day? Oh, I don't know. They, Didn't he have a motorcycle one too? Or no, that, I'm, I'm way off. That's not Jesse James. I'm Jesse thinking James Jesse is a James motorcycle guy, Kat, right? Yeah, Kat Von D and Jesse James were together for a while. That's I bet you're they, thinking about the show I'm watching. Ami, Ami James is the guy's oh. name. Yeah, it was a, in Florida. Miami. Miami oh, Inc. Thank I watched you. some of those. I like because yeah, yeah. that was uh, L.A. Inc. was fucking yeah was hers. And and who's the dude with Tato? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of good artists yeah. that come from that. I like those shows. Yeah, because it's like mini reality drama. Which you don't have to pay attention to. It's not fucking science. <laughs> and then, and then you see a little bit of art. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I kind of like that. People's reasons for why and their stories of getting a tat. I kind of like that. This one's like that, except kind of mixed with like a, you know, is it a competition? Kind yeah, of? it's a competition. Okay. And so then, they, but then they'll do some like real world, you know, fucking not fear factor, but kind of like stuff. So like latest one, I forgot what the tattoo style is called but it's basically like when it looks like it's sitting on your skin like a snake or a fucking like like 3d kind of yeah thing. but they have like a you know some yeah. art term for yeah. it and so they're like but but you have to take your own reference photo and here's spiders and they fucking you know you gotta go play with a spider to do it <laughs> oh, thanks <laughs> yeah yeah and so all these artists are all fucking big old tough guys tatted yeah. eyeballs and shit and they're scared of the tarantula they gotta take a picture of that's the end of my story. Okay. That's what I've been watching to okay. numb my brain every night. Yeah, that, that'll do it. Yeah. That'll yeah. do it. Yeah. You yeah. need some of it, I think. Yeah. No, I think so, too. I've actually been re-watching old Star Trek shows because- yeah, Same idea. You know what's going to happen. Yeah. In general, like, yeah. I, yeah. You don't like, have I, I know analyze it. Within certain parameters, it's, I know what's going to happen, whether I watched them before or not. There's a bunch of good shit coming, right? We got Obi-Wan. I got yeah. High Hopes. May. We got a new I Don't Have Hopes- but new, uh, Dumbledore Harry Potter movie. Yeah. But but it's made by the Beast guys, and I didn't like that. I liked the first one. The second one wasn't great. Yeah, I didn't love it. But it's the same people, but I do like Dumbledore. And then uh, I think a bunch of the Lord of the Rings stuff's lingering. Yeah, the the Amazon Lord of the Rings show's coming. And more to TBD because uh, uh, a lot of the licensing just gave up this year. So I think a lot of companies like Amazon or whatever bid and bought a bunch of Lord of the Rings licensing. So now they can make new shit. Yeah, Amazon can't do they can't do any of the original trilogy or the Hobbit, but they can do new all the something. stuff before that. Cuz they're doing a video game that's oh, really? been long awaited by Amazon. Interesting. Yeah, and they've done other video games that did okay, but this one's supposed to be a hitter. Hmm. We'll see. So what do we want to do next for a movie for ourselves? That I don't know, sports movies. I don't know what's happening. I haven't seen anything We'll have hit. To, to maybe reach back. A documentary would be good again. Like, not that we haven't done them, but, you know, we were doing a little bit of mixed. A little bit mixed of, yeah. Drama. Yeah. We have several more weeks before winning time is done, so we yeah. need to get thrown And if you guys here. are on the Discord, we do, we do the one the one good question, so we answer your questions every Friday with a chance to win. But also, if you're in there, just throw a suggestion for movies, too. It would be better if it's new for, for our SEO, but uh, we're down to do older documentaries. Like, I'm sure there's old fitness documentaries we haven't dug into or, like, yeah. health-ish. I've never seen the, the C.T. Fletcher one. Yeah, see, like that, I'd be down. I do really like um, the diet ones. Even though they're all fat, like there's no, there's no, there's no documentary based on evidence based nutrition. They're all fad diets. Yeah, but I do like that. I enjoy it. 
why what do you enjoy about it the transformational part of it or i enjoy i think how good they are at selling it okay like i even watch game changers Uh, bart texts me all like this kind of shit like we always talk about like guru stuff and Mm -hmm. nutrition and supplements and little mike not my penis just inside of me like little kid me gets very excited that uh like oh my god i need to go vegan there's something in me screaming at me yeah. when I watch that stuff, and I think I kind of like that, like fake excitement that there's a power I haven't unleashed in my body. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh my god, there's this untapped potential. Yeah, what I if need I'm it? really good at X and I just don't know it. Yet? I oh my god, I need this weird supplement, or oh my god, how have I not eaten more salmon? Because salmon increases my <laughs> muscle fiber for whatever stupid reason. Whatever, yeah. yeah. You know, and, then, like, and then obviously don't do it because I come to my senses an hour after the movie. But in that movie, I'm like, fuck. Remember that we did the Game Changers and they said you eat a veggie burrito and your dick grows in it. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, dude. I've had a small cock my entire life. Why am I eating chicken burritos? I'm about to be a fucking porn star. Yeah. 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 That excites me, I think. I think we wa- I, that I watched, I don't know if you watched, and we were going to do it and then we just didn't do it was the, the Lula Rich thing. That was. I don't think I did. That's very like people hook line and sinker. Yeah, we did the um we did the diet cult one, yeah. which had some very similar qualities. Yeah, to, and I like the it. cult stuff too. I don't know why it's just interesting. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe CT, maybe something else. So maybe, somebody, fine. yeah. There's a lot of like the strong manny ones we never really did yeah, that are um, filtered in, or a couple rogue ones, uh, CrossFit ones. Uh, Born strong. I know the director. I wonder why that's a thing. Like, there's been like seven CrossFit documentaries. I guess Rogue's funding. I guess that's the answer. But there's been like seven CrossFit documentaries on Netflix. Yeah. And like two or three strongmen. And not a single powerlifting. I guess Westside vs. World's the first one. Yeah. You'd uh, think there would be just more. Like, there's not a weightlifting one. Like, there should probably be one, and maybe it's a little premature, but like CJ Cummings. Like, that dude's been smashing national, international meets since he was 16. And now he's like 20, went to the Olympics. You know what I mean? Like, well, mm-hmm. why isn't – and I don't know about a powerlifting one. I mean, maybe on our boy Russ. You know, like I don't, Atwood. There's a lot of, like, characters that are, like, doing insane things in the sport that you could probably build a story around. Yeah, yeah. I guess really what it comes down to is what their, what their lives look like. Right, and funding and characters. Yeah. Oh, and that's yeah. – but, but, like, some of the strongman ones, like, no offense, like, it's not like they're Superman. Yeah. Or it's not – you know, it's not like they were doing strongman while in the middle of a war. It's not like it's – yeah, I'm going to correct something I said earlier. I, I don't know the the director of Born Strong. I know the the director of uh, Eddie Strongman. So yeah, yeah. See, there's a, yeah, there's those two, and then one other one. I think on on Netflix. You know, anyways, we could go back and dig into those two as World's Strongest Man's coming. Maybe that's our next step. Actually, is a strongman one. Uh, I wouldn't be against that. J- just a question before we close it out here. Um, you're not still doing any training online, yeah? No. Kaizentraining.com is all my coaching, but yeah. I don't do anything. I just wasn't giving my all. Yeah. yeah, I think it was a very good, mature decision of mine. I wasn't giving my clients my all, and so then I coached like two or three people, friends for free, Tom Callis, my boy Justin Kalkin, and, and I would, they were like advanced lifters, so they didn't need me to, you know. Hold no their f- hands. Yeah, and- no offense to all of you. Yeah, they didn't need to suckle my teeth. They just asked questions <laughs> here and there. Um, and I found like my paying clients, I just wasn't giving them my heart. Mm-hmm. I gave them good information. Mm-hmm. I didn't scam them. Good information, good review, but I wasn't giving them my heart, um, and I didn't feel good because that's the only thing I do enjoy about coaching is that I can give a piece of me to an athlete. And it's endeavor. hard to do that online. It's a lot easier to do in person. Yeah, and just, yeah, for sure. And even in person, I stopped coaching a person for the same reason. I just wasn't as present as I wanted to be. Um, I think I'm just being torn too many ways, mm. uh, and I still am. Uh, but but it, I, I try to uh, 
schedule myself so I can give bits. I give this podcast an hour of my heart. Yeah. And then I probably disappear. <laughs> you know, I give the clothing an hour a day of my heart and then I disappear. I think that, um, I think that brings up a, a good point to close on though. It's, it's not just, you know, having the information and being able to, um, to present the information. It is the sort of relationship part of a, of coaching. That's For sure. That's maybe the most important. Hundred percent. As long as you're not providing bullshit information, I think that's everything. I, I think you a, can in tell a, in a in a chummy package. You know. Yeah. No, I think that's everything. I think that's YouTube. I think that's podcasts. You can feel when someone's not there. Yeah. You know, and they could give you the best information and have the best written down jokes and gimmicks they want to spew to you on a, on a microphone on iTunes. But if they're not there and giving it them, uh, I think you can feel it. Yeah, I think you can feel that's it. True. Not to like give like this crazy depth to our job but there there is something there yeah no i agree with that all right well let's wrap this one up our 200th ladies and gentlemen thanks for kicking it with us for so long new episodes every wednesday and friday uh give us a rating and review it'll help us a lot if you share on social media tag us we'd love to see it and we'll repost you show you some love uh 50%facts.com uh, join our Discord. I'm in there every day messing around, having a good time. So we'd love to meet you guys if you want to come hang out. Uh, exclusives on gear, um, early access, discounts, uh, and, and a really dope community. We're, we're slowly growing over there. Uh, 3SB8.co uh, for all your clothing. And I'm Sal Mike, where you want to find me. I'm going to uh, take this shout out from, uh, it's R-L-E-S-2, I think. From uh, Scotland, hello from Scotland, brothers. I love Scotland. My 37% Scotland DNA really wants to go back anytime really soon. I am at the the Jim McD on all the social media. This show 50% facts. Or percent is a word. 50 is just numbers. Thank you.